Welcome to At Home with Kelly and Tiffany, where naturally-minded women gather together as we pursue simplicity and confidence in health alternatives so we can show up better in our busy lives and feel more at home in our bodies. Join your favorite home birth midwife duo for conversation, candor, and community. You're at home with Kelly and Tiffany. Yeah, you are. Aren't you glad? I'm glad you're here. I'm Kelly. And I'm Tiffany, and I'm more glad than Kelly. Don't think it's possible. My excitement overfloweth. We'll have to we'll have to, have to fight for it, Lena. We sure will. Our daughters take boxing together. Sure, we've picked up a some little boxing tip or two along the way. Yeah, we shared one in our last episode. Punch bullies in the face. It's fine. Our kids aren't gonna punch bullies in the face. My kid who's taking boxing just wants to beat up her sister better. That's fine. It's, she's not a bully. I'll call her that. <laughs> I've got a really great review. I'm excited. Okay, so this one comes from Rochelle B. Hi, Rochelle B. Rochelle B. Rochelle B. Rochelle B. As in beautiful review. Oh. B for best review. Okay, so when I first read this review, I was like, this is kind of odd. And then a second later, I was like, oh my gosh, we told, we told somebody, we told, a, we told an entire episode to leave a review like this. We got really specific in one episode. I am so excited that somebody actually listened to yeah. an episode and did what we asked. It was Rochelle. Rochelle B. So Rochelle, the title of her review is I Care. It's five stars. Yes, it is. Let's go, Rochelle B. This is the entire review. Usually we have sentence upon sentences of really in-depth, life-changing stuff. So I'm excited to hear Rochelle B's review here. But Rochelle says, I care about women's access to the wonderful information. Yes, you do, Rochelle B. You care. And it's so good. And... I do believe, if I'm remembering correctly, we offered the first person who left that review two drinks. Yeah. So what do we know about Rochelle? She, she cares. She cares. But she also... She wants to drink. She wants to drink so bad. We finally, we finally provided an ante that was, like, worth it for her to scroll down to the review and tippity type some things in. This kills me. Rochelle B., I feel like you could... Come be our friend. Oh, yeah. You're funny. <laughs> so good. You guys know that we love any and all of the reviews that are left as long as they're positive, kind, and five stars. So you are all welcome <laughs> to do that. The The price per review is back down to one drink. Yes. But Rochelle B is going to collect. I'll give her two. I'll give her two. Everyone else can have one. Maybe at some point in the future, we'll, we'll surprise you with another yep. two-drink uh, review challenge. I care about this. Okay, Kelly, tell me, if you can, off the top of your head, what are the podcasts that you listen to that have nothing to do with women's health? I listen to a news podcast every day. It's like, what's going on in the world, both the United States and just like worldwide. And that is the one way that I really consume news. That's a safe way to consume news. Yeah. This tiny little audible piece yeah. keeps you involved. I mean, it's from a very pers- 
from a very specific perspective, which is all. Yep. I'm into it. Do you listen to any other women's health podcasts? Yeah. What are they? Cool. I listen to Organic Olivia. What's the juice? Yeah, she's good. I, I haven't listened to like every single episode, but she has a ton of really cool information. I'm sure I know that there's other ones that I have on my little listy list, but the first one. Yeah, I ha- I just realized that I don't listen to women's health podcasts anymore. Yeah, because you're like, there's none that are as good as ours. It's not true. No, I just I you just got you just gotta have like some varied interests at some point, right? Yeah. yeah, for sure. So I'm sure I actually went through like a phase of like, well, it was probably while we took our own podcast break where I just was also not consuming a lot of podcast material. I needed a moment away for sure. Yeah, my my like library is interesting. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so give me one more that would surprise people. One, um, one more show. I enjoy, and even though I don't agree with him and his thing, but I really enjoy Dax Shepard, armchair. Yeah, uh, and he's had just really fascinating interviews. Just interviews like mostly famous people, but it's like they get down pretty deep into some stuff. In addiction. It's just. I've listened to a couple of his before. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good, he's got a good show. He's just a good, he's a good, like, interviewer. Agreed. Again, don't agree with everything he says or stands. Enjoy. That's fun. So fun. Okay. Wait, what's one of yours? Well, I'm very, I'm very much into one right now called The Bigger Pocket. It's all about real estate investing. That is my own personal deep dive thing that I'm doing right now. And then one that I have followed for years and years, actually, there's two for kids. One of them is Sparkle Stories, uh-huh. and they release these beautiful, sweet, like very classic but engaging stories that are that my kids just love to follow even now, even though it's probably probably better suited for like age range, like five to eight, my 10 and almost 13 year old still love to follow these. And then another homeschool one is Brian's On. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is just all, you know, sciencey and gets to explore topics from a kid's perspective. Like they do episodes on like why do farts stink and yeah, that kind of stuff. This is great. That reminds me, I used to, the first podcast I'd ever listened to that like I got into was called uh, Stuff You Should Know. I don't know if you've ever heard that one. It was like years, I think I was pregnant first, like, years ago. And I felt so smart. After listening to each other, I was like, oh, I don't know about what's going on with a particular piece of history or, like, where Ponzi schemes came from. The most random things. But I loved listening to it. Yeah, I I like learning. Yeah. It's, a fun, it's fun to be an adult learner, especially as a homeschooling parent, trying your best and mostly failing to try to inspire your kids to enjoy learning. I'm like, well, I don't care, but. Now I'm all excited about learning stuff. So yep. I'll be over here modeling it for you when you're ready. <laughs> learning stuff. Look at me. That's fun. Okay, so back to today's show. I'm excited to talk about this because we get this question a lot. We recommend supplementation in really specific and helpful ways, but women have hangups about it. And so we try to have some perspective, right? Like, create some perspective for women. And I did a little bit of research just to prepare because I wanted to get some more current stats on this. The average woman in America, according to this study, 
spend $68 a month on supplements. I'm thinking I'm probably around in that range myself. So I don't feel like it's necessarily a ridiculous amount to spend. But think about this. Over $800 a year, right? And only 23% of these women said that they had guidance from a health practitioner in what to take. So it's mostly women. I mean, the vast majority are women who are just about right or I should take this or I heard this one thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they're spending almost $70 a month and 80% of these women don't even really potentially know what they're taking. They don't have any guidance on it. So, I mean, that was the part that kind of blew my mind for sure. And so I think women go back and forth between is this necessary? Is it not? If it is, can you help make it worth my time and energy and money? And so that's what we're going to do here today. There are four reasons that we do not recommend a multivitamin. Rub some people the wrong way. Yeah. I want to start with something controversial. I like rubbing people the wrong way. Look, I love people getting rubbed the right way too, but that will, that is not what we're but doing that's today. That's not what we are talking about. Meaning that multivitamins, even though I think we've just kind of been sold the idea that that's just what you take. That's going to cover every single base for you. So just take the pill on your way. Eh, we disagree. Most multivitamins are inadequate, especially the ones that are easy to grab at Target or Costco or whatever, right? You may get a good, you know, like it may be, oh, look at all the stuff that's in it. But like the actual quantity, the functional level of the nutrients that you are getting in that is going, it just by necessity has to be low unless you're taking, unless the dosage is like, take these 15. Yeah, but then it would actually have to be ingredients that your body could use, not just what is what's inside the pill. Right. So, yeah, for the most part, women are better off with good nutrition and specific supplementation. And there are some supplements that most women do need, but you won't find most of those in a multivitamin. Yeah, which is kind of unfortunate. Even ones that are specific, like women's health, they're not even up to par. Right. Unfortunately. The second reason we don't recommend a multivitamin is that they're pricey. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about somebody spending $68 a month on supplement, a lot of multivitamins more than just one supplement if you're going to get a quality multivitamin you're going to spend 60 to 100 dollars on that and you could use 60 to 100 dollars a month on really high quality very specific things for your situation absolutely number three reason that we don't recommend a multivitamin is most of them are harmful then most of them have like some downright dangerous right yeah the there's some fillers in there there's lots of stuff that like like oh look at this uh, this has such a great quality of this or like amount of this and it doesn't matter actually getting absorbed into your body it's that cool like type that can actually be used by your body or it's gonna absorb a little bit of it and just pee the rest of it away yeah most like large vitamin manufacturers ignore like the cofactors of absorption so for example iron requires vitamin c to absorb you have to take vitamin c iron for max 
absorption. Iron and calcium are not pairs together. So if you're taking a multivitamin that has iron in it and it also has 200% of your daily value of calcium, so you maintain your bone strength, right? You're canceling them out. And so that happens. There's a lot of those cofactor absorbing things inside of a multivitamin. And there's no information about that on the on the label for the average consumer so that they can pick out those things. So again, it kind of goes back to 60 to $100 for a quality multivitamin. Is it even necessary? The fourth reason that we don't recommend a multivitamin is because they're lazy. It is so, and, and maybe that sounds hard. Really, it is just so indicative of our society of just like, here's the thing, take it. You checked the box, now you're healthy. And I think a lot of people think, well, I'm taking a multivitamin, so I'm like, you can't actually out supplement your, what your food looks like, what your movement looks like. And so I think just generally, multivitamins, the idea behind it was here, we put it all in one thing for you so you don't have to like think too much. Just take it and go on your way sounds nice in some ways but then you also look back on the other things that we just talked about and it's kind of just a scheme fortunate scheme it is it is the other piece that was interesting in some of the research that i kind of dove into preparing for this is that the group of people who are most likely to take supplements every single day are the healthy group of people Mm. Obviously, I know they're not healthy because they're taking supplements. They're taking supplements because they have awareness of their health. And so they are buying into this multi-factor approach to staying healthy. And potentially, I mean, a healthy person doesn't hardly even need a multivitamin for sure, right? But especially someone who's conscientious about their health can use a little bit more information to make some more targeted recommendations. And we can do that even just women. We can just say general women should be taking, right? X, Y, Z. And we'll get into that a little bit. Yeah. But let's touch on how to keep vitamins and supplements affordable because once we once we start telling women, take this for PMS, take this for your period issues, take this for mood swings, take the right? I mean, it ends up to become something that's like somewhat overwhelming. Women want to get quality things in, but they also want to make it affordable. What are some of those strategies yeah, I mean, I think we kind of hit the nail on the head with, in talking about multivitamins. Only assessing what you actually need and only taking that is obviously going to keep the prank down. Like, you know, as you're scrolling through Instagram or whatever, like trying not to get swayed by marketing from influencers or companies that just sort of promise a cure for something, right? Like, and even in that cure, you're like, oh, that sounds really nice. Oh, I should get that thing for like to support my thyroid. And you have no clue if your thyroid pretty. You're like, I should just probably support it, right? I need to like do these things, but your thyroid could be like the chart's wonderful. And so it's trying to assess what you actually need. Then just looking at stuff and being like, well, there's a pill for that, and then there's a pill for that one, and a pill for this one. And so it's taking a step back and assessing your real needs. Yeah, because if something's wrong with your thyroid, you're going to need so much more than a supplement. Yes. And I think that reevaluation is really important, too, because there might be something that is needed in a season 
maybe you're spending 30 bucks on it a, a month and you're like, no, this is just what I do. And then somewhere down the line, you're like, well, wait a second. Do I still, now I'm pregnant. Do I really still need to be taking this? Or now I'm not dealing with this issue. Do I really still need to be taking this? And so that's, that's one reason why having a holistic health professional in your corner to help you be reevaluating what you need and keep you from needlessly spending on supplements that are not purposeful for you anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the second thing I would suggest is we recently had an episode nourishing food assessing what your like what actual nutrients are truly vital for you and aiming to get most of those through so that's a big undertaking especially in our society with like the poor soil and the you know junk put on food so pulling back and being like what is actually vital and how can i get this through nourishing traditional and just well-rounded food. And so there are lots of books, recipes, all that kind of stuff that can be really helpful to kind of navigate as well as like some, you know, Instagram. There are, I'm assuming we can put some books in the show notes for you guys. One of our favorites is the Nutrient Dense Kitchen. Love that one. And then in pregnancy, we actually gave this book out to as many clients as we could because we loved it so much. The Real Food for Pregnancy and I loved like charts and the explanations in there. It just made it so straightforward of what pregnant women really need and assessing through that the actual amount of supplementation that a lot of women assess that they need needed through looking at these charts and looking at their diet was much more minimal than I think they even realized. Yeah, absolutely. And being willing to make that part of your health plan, right? And and put food first. Yes. The number three way to keep supplements affordable is take powders instead of capsules. And that might be an overwhelming thought for some people because it takes a little bit of preparation. You know, you have to like calculate your dosing a little bit and deal with bulk powder instead of capsules. But it will cut down on packaging and it will cut down on manufacturing costs and getting bulk supplements and powder forms is one of the ways to make supplementation as affordable as possible they are always cheaper always yeah yes always and so if there's something that you're taking often avoid the cute little package or the capsules and throw powders into water smoothies shakes anything really it's actually one of the strategies we have for women who have a hard time swallowing pills yeah which can be in any phase of life not just you know, with pregnancy or something, right? Some women, some people just aversion to that. And so that can be a great one. And then lastly, keeping a supplements affordable is locate a source for practitioner grade supplements. Full script is one of them. Emerson is another. And most holistic health practitioners will be able to provide some kind of membership option in order to get some discounted supplements that are also very quality. For our listeners in particular, you guys can catch our link in our bio for our Emerson account, and that gives you 25% off of MSRP. Pretty, pretty great. And the shipping is actually super fast. So even though I feel like oftentimes I'd go back to Amazon because I'm like, oh, I know it's going to be here at the certain Emerson has come very quickly. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the very next day. Yeah. I don't understand. I'm like, who? 
Is there a drone that flies straight? We don't ask questions. No, we don't. But we want to extend that to you guys. We have also prepared a list of our favorite things. So not only can you access the discount to quality supplements, but you can see which ones we think are the best and you don't have to go comb through 30 vitamin C's. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's a ton on there. But look at us. We're just the gift keeps on giving. I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah. That's how I feel. Okay, so we tackled affordability. That yeah. gives that gives ladies a little bit of things to contemplate as they try to make supplementation more affordable. Let's talk about quality. It takes time to source quality supplements. Yeah, and just because something has a cute little logo or like a green leaf on it does not mean that it is quality. So what you're looking for is you look at this bottle, right? And you're in the aisle or you're scrolling through. You want to be looking for whole food sources, not something that's super synthetic. You want to read the ingredients, understand what they are. And if you see an ingredient in there that you don't know what it is, go ahead and research that. So you should be able to identify most of what is inside of your your supplement. And if that sounds overwhelming, of course, you have the option of selecting one of our choices, right? But if you really want to grow this muscle in being aware of additives and things and ingredients, it is a worthwhile endeavor to stop and just one at a time look up what is in something that you don't understand because you're also going to recognize it in packaged food and all kinds of toiletries and beauty products and stuff like that. And you want to be, you want to get versed in what those things are. You can be the expert on this. Like you can do it. And so it just takes a little bit of time and willingness. Other things that you're looking for as you look at this bottle that you're considering, you want no additives in there. No flavors or food dyes or bizarre toxic oils that they tend to like sneak in there preservatives all of those things are red flags actually not a quality supplement you want to be putting in my body right you want to be looking for how they're actually testing their how how they're doing their lab testing and you want it to be independent right you don't want it just to be like we tested it and we say that it's super great, but you're looking for purity and quality in that testing. And we have a handful of brands that we love, things like Seeking Health, Thorn, Metagenic. These are like all ones that you can find and we're other places. Nordic Naturals, Herb Farm Tinctures, Pure Encapsulations. There are even more than just that, but there are a ton of brands that are out there that are actually really good quality and yes you might spend a little bit more on those than say uh the other type of for magnesium or something and but when you look through and you're like oh interesting it is uh there it is whole food source and there are no additives and these are the active forms then you're like oh actually this is quality and it's worth my, worth my hard-earned money to Yeah, absolutely. And you can find these brands on Amazon also. Yes. You just end up paying retail for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which you don't need to. You don't need to do that. 25%? Do it. And so we mentioned before, though, that there 
are some supplements that we generally suggest for women out there. So there are four that are kind of the hot button ones that we're like, every woman really should take. Of course, can shift depending on what your diet looks like or your particular needs. But generally speaking, these four that we're like, yeah, this is a good idea. We have a few that we're like, you should consider this if like your budget allows, your brain space allows, your time allows, and then some that you should have on hand for specific female issues that you can just triage at home that you're like, so thankful I bought this because this thing came up and they're right here. And so we have created this entire guide with all of those recommendations, all of those types of supplement recommendations in there. There's a checklist, there's dosing recommendations, there are links to buy our favorites, all in this guide. We love to get that stuff, apparently. And so here this is, and you can find that in the link. Yep, your guide to women supplements. There's 12 of them to kind of take a look at and start to build the muscle of recognizing what could, should be taken. Yes. And that just feels good. I love being able to share information. And even though we're not like, go do this one particular thing or like, listen to exactly what we say and only supplement with this or whatever, it's just exciting to be able to share information that you to be the expert in your own body, in your own health, from your own home. That's just us. That's what it, that's how we all should be, what should we, we should be aiming for. Yeah. I mean, the concept of at home just really hits when you feel like you can gather tools that you literally keep in your house. Yes. And utilize them without needing some facade of expertise, right? Like you can slowly start to build out confidence in some of these areas. And that's what we want to, that's what we want to do for women. I love it. I'm here for it very much so. Hopefully this was helpful information and what our desire is that it's like the foundation or the starting point for, again, you just becoming the expert on your supplements and what you're putting in your body. Go forth with a little bit of information, confidence, curiosity. That's the nice feeling of vibe. I want to think of one more word. Yep like patience <laughs> go forth in patience ladies yeah i know i will we'll see you next week bye